The Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track. Everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. What do you think might happen if you, as an inexperienced person, went to another country, province, or city and bought a property on a whim? Wow. Hello, this is Ken Decker. And I'm Leah Dixon. And we're excited to be with you and welcome you to another episode of the Inside Track with the Decker team, where we share tools, techniques, and thoughts that we all need, we all deserve, you, I, everyone, to turn our house into a home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. I know in the past when I thought about buying foreign properties, it seemed a little overwhelming. There's so many unknowns. But realistically, you never know when an unknown might come up in your life to put you in a position where you need to start thinking about possibly buying property where you didn't think you would. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of times we get clients that they, they go, oh, I love my hometown, and yet there's this huge opportunity for me to live in another province, another city, or sometimes even another country. And it can be overwhelming with the different little things, the details that you're unfamiliar with. Exactly. There there are things that can come up that we don't even know we needed to ask. Yeah, that's where a great realtor comes in handy. And recently... Um, we helped a client who bought a house last year, actually, live in Dubai and are relocating back, repatronizing, I guess they call it, back into Canada. Uh, never lived in Ottawa before, but wanted to kind of buy their retirement home. Um, we helped them find the property. And then this, this spring, he gave me a call and said, next fall, my daughter's moving uh, to go to university in Vancouver. And he said, who do you know? Now, there's a smart man because one of the best things you can do if you've got that position or you know someone that's in that position where they need to move from one city to another is seek the professional they already know and trust. Right. Right? So you've worked with people before. As a matter of fact, you did this recently. You might even not even remember. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't about buying a property, but it was, um, and by the way, I really should introduce you because okay. I don't think anybody's heard you on this. Well, they, may, they heard you on the show because you were on the show approximately a year ago. Right. Asking questions about what it would be like to be a real estate agent and what the process was like to become a real estate agent. And you did a double show. You did a two-part show. So if you've ever thought of being a realtor, you want to go back and watch that show on becoming a realtor because Leah Dixon sits in front of us right now, (laughs) licensed to be a real estate agent in Ontario. Yes. Yes, that's got her smiling and beaming. You can't see that. You can't see that on the radio. (laughs) She's excited to be here. And just before your license came in, your daughter, who was in another city, 
was struggling with an application for rental. Exactly. And the, t- the landlord was doing some things that weren't within the rules or the laws of the Tenant Protection Act. And you called me. Absolutely. And you called me and said, Ken, what do we do? What, what's your <laughs> advice? Because you turn to someone that you know and trust. Yes. And I think the same thing is that, now I can't help you. I could, I could help you there because the law in Ontario is the same, right? But if you said to me, oh, I've got a tenant problem in Quebec, I'll go, well, the only thing I can do is refer you to someone in Quebec that has that expertise because I don't know the laws of Quebec. And same with any other province or any other country. I only know the expertise that I have in, in my area. But what I do have expertise at is finding the right person for you in the new location. Well, that's great because I think a lot of times people, they they feel alone in the process. It's like, okay, I don't know anybody in that city or that country, so now what do I do? Do I go online and Google it and try to find somebody? But going to someone you know and trust locally is perfect. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have um, some other details coming up after the commercial break. And one thing I'd like to talk about now, though, is uh, recently we also had a client who wanted to sell a property in the U.S. And you know the U.S. had some struggles 2008. What's interesting is that market has totally recovered the 2008 crash, which was the highest real estate had ever been. It had gone up like 20% two years in a row, which was crazy. And then it fell. And some markets didn't, but most markets fell to like half price. 50% off sale, right? But now those prices have recovered. And I believe every market in the U.S. is higher than it was in the 2008, Hmm. which is cool. Yeah. Now, somebody wanted to sell a property. And the other thing, the other factor that helped them is that the currency had changed. So one of the factors when you're looking at buying out of country is the currency in which you're buying it in is not Canadian dollars. Mm-hmm. So what the Canadian dollar does affects the value of the property significantly, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes people don't want to buy property when the Canadian dollar is low. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I always say buy your properties in Canada, put your investments in Canada because your Canadian dollar is what you're investing and it's what you're going to be spending in your retirement. Right. Unless, of course, that's different and you want to retire out of country. Mm-hmm. So, Leah, you watched a show recently, I think. I did. There was this this show, I think it was the Discovery Channel or something like that, where they have real estate agents that help people buy properties in the Caribbean. Ooh. Yes. See, see, that makes me excited. It does. Why? And it I'm not was... even interested in buying a property in the Caribbean right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was very exciting, it, but it opens up a lot of questions, right? Like, mm-hmm. where do you get those answers from? So you can only get so much from a television show, and they're based out of the U.S., so I'm sure a lot of things are different there as well. Right. But, yeah, it, there are so many different questions that came up just from watching oh, that show. Oh, my goodness. Like, how is title held? Um you know, we're we're going to get into a lot of things in the in the next episode. Like, uh, is the government stable? Can you even buy that particular property? Is it restricted? 
Yes, I, I didn't realize there were restricted zones in certain countries. Mm -hmm. And are there extra taxes for foreigners? How do I finance it or can I finance it at all? These are all great questions and we're going to answer some of them in the upcoming episode. As Eleanor Roosevelt says, great minds discuss ideas and average minds discuss events and small minds discuss people. So we love talking about ideas and moving to other countries and all kinds of things. So we're grateful that you are our partner in moving forward as we help you grow wealth in real estate. Have you ever wondered what a lot of the factors are that you should research before buying a property in a foreign country? Well, we've created for you over 367 Inside Track episodes, not all on buying property in a foreign country, that's for sure. But you can find one, this one, you can find this one on the YouTube Decker Team channel. So you can re-listen, you can uh, watch and really understand some of the intricacies about buying. And so on that channel, you also find that we have insights on real estate. Insider tips, making your house a home, growing wealth, and having a simply whole life. You get exactly what you need when you need it from the comfort of your home, your office, or on the go. So when you're buying property, obviously there's a lot of things that we need to research beforehand. So mm -hmm. what are some of the things that uh, we need to do our research on? Well, in this episode, we're certainly going to show you those things. And buying in a foreign country, just remember that word in the front of country. What, what was that word I said? Foreign. Foreign. Yeah. So their laws will be foreign. Their currency is foreign. Their, their, um, their way of doing business is foreign. Uh, their, whether their real estate agents are licensed or they're, I call them rogue. It's the Wild West, you know, they just anybody can sell real estate, um, things like that. But one of the first things, Leah, that I would study is the country, the stability of the country. Because what you don't want to do is buy in a country that the government's unstable. There's history of um, revolts and, and war and that kind of thing where you could lose your, your asset totally or where the government may seize all the property of foreign investors, wouldn't that be interesting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just going to a country on vacation and falling in love with it and wanting to buy property there and live there is really not a good plan without doing your research first. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I shudder at the fact that sometimes people go on vacation for a week or two and they're on vacation, which means, first of all, all the pressure of life, it should be pretty much gone. It's about enjoying your time there. And you are seeing a micro speck of the country and what's going on. Maybe you're even on a resort, so you're protected from the crime. You're protected from all kinds of different things. And people will go on vacation Maybe go on a tour and they go, oh, property's inexpensive here. 
and they buy without thinking, without researching. Right. And that can be dangerous. And sometimes it's even hard to buy because you've got to get your money over there. And so there's tax implications to look at as well. Like what's, what's the tap, tax implications of taking my money out of Canada, for instance, and moving it to the States or another country? Does that affect anything? If the property there goes up in value and I sell it, do I, do I pay tax in that country? Do I pay tax in Canada? Well, those are great questions. Right. As far as financing, um, I assume that some of those rules would be different as well. Oh, absolutely. Like I was in Panama. Um, how long ago was I in Panama? About a year and a half ago. Lovely area. And we were looking at some condos, beachfront condos. Now, when I say condo, it was apartment condo, but you still, you're on the beach. You could walk to the beach. It was beautiful. And I said, oh, well, what about financing for, for people like us? No. I said, what do you mean, no? 50% down? Nope. No financing. <laughs> <laughs> they have no financing for foreign investors. So then what you have to do is go back and either the builder. Now, sometimes the builder will finance it. And they'll finance it at 7 8 10% or whatever. Uh, that's an option. Or that's for buying new property. Uh, even in Mexico, when I was looking there, uh, 100% paid. That's the only way to buy it. Right. So that pulls up, well, what do we do for getting the money? Well, some people will decide they've got the cash. They're at retirement stage. That's part of the retirement plan is they're going to buy a property in a, in a warm climate, get away from our winters. Do you like mm. our winters? Not particularly. <laughs> Not particularly. <laughs> um, and so they like to go away for six months or four months and then come back for the good times in Canada. Yes. You know, the bug infested times. <laughs> and so that's the beauty though. At minus 40, there are no mosquitoes. Yes. I've noticed that. Yes, that is one good thing. <laughs> so, um, so we could take money out of our existing house if we wanted to, like get a line of credit and then go buy that property if you've got enough equity in your house. So that's that's one option. Another option is just save up the money right. as part of your plan. Mm -hmm. So there's another thing. Um, how is the down payment done? Who's involved in the transaction? Like, is a, is a lawyer there? Are the lawyers reputable in that country? Uh, does the title get held well? Where's your deposit get held while you're... Right. All of these questions are important to learn because you don't want to come back with a scar. Right. right? And again, uh, there are so many, so many different things that have to be considered. Sometimes you don't even know what to ask. You don't know what those are. So that's why I think it's very important to rely on somebody who does know the right questions to ask. Mm. The other thing is, I might be wrong, but sometimes I think there's two prices on properties. Two prices on foreign properties? Yeah. The price that a foreign person would pay for it oh, and right. the price that a local would pay for it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know it's that way in the grocery stores and things. Like if you're if you're shopping in the tourist area, the prices are much higher than if you go right. back into the back country where when I say back country, into the city 
where the locals are buying their groceries and things, significant different price. And even the stands, when you go to like a fruit stand, mm -hmm. if you're with a local, they'll get such a different price than what you pay for that <laughs> banana or whatever, right? Yeah. And I think real estate's probably similar. Right. So you need some inside scoop. You need the inside people there helping. And the other aspect, this is one aspect I love about foreign investment. And I personally have not bought foreign property yet. I like to keep my money in Canada, buy Canadian properties. They're close at hand. I know what I'm dealing with. Um, but one thing I like is, as I think about that idea of having a property in a warm area for that kind of semi-retirement, because I'm never going to retire. I love this so much. <laughs> never going to retire, but I could maybe slow down just a little bit. And is the rental income. Because if, if you buy something that's on the water, now you got to make sure that you can actually own something on the water. Um, some, some countries you can't. Sometimes you can own a condo on the water because the condominium actually owns the, the waterfront. Right. And you just have ownership of the inside of the apartment. So sometimes you get around it that way. Sometimes they say, oh, no, you have to form a corporation in the country. And then the corporation owns the property. Okay. And the scariest is when they say, oh, yeah, you put it in my name and everything will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want to do that. But these properties, they have uh, people that will manage them, uh, set them up as a rental, like a vacation rental okay. if they're on the water. And they they make them up. It's like people renting a hotel for a week. Right. And that's very, can be very lucrative. Yeah. So, yeah, if, I think my charge, my, my, my challenge is if you fall in love with a property while you're on vacation, don't do anything till you come home and research it. And ask for advice. Ask for a realtor to refer you to a realtor in that country. And get the knowledge that you need. And I just want to say thanks for growing alongside the Decker team. As we're passionate about helping families thrive in their life, both at home and in business. You know, what would happen if you needed to buy a property in another city, another province, another state? And you called the Decker team. Well, in this episode... <clears throat> We're going to talk about that. And we at the Decker team have enjoyed for over 30 years helping people, not only selling, investing, and buying in real estate, but also helping people build their finances, helping people build their self-worth, helping people build their faith, helping people build stronger and heal relationships. For over 30 years, we've helped people build their life and their home. So Ken, how often do you get asked for referrals for people who would like to buy outside of their city? Hmm, that's a great question, Leah. I would say it's one or two times a month that I personally get asked. Now, how many times do I get asked by other realtors? A lot. And what happens is like I said in the earlier episode, people trust the real estate agent that they've already worked with. Hopefully they do. If the yeah. transaction went well and the relationship went well, they probably have a great trust and relationship because that gets built over time, right? right? Like, look at you. 
sitting here uh, on the radio with me. We started how many years ago with your first house? Oh, that was many years ago. The first house was in the early 90s. Early 90s, you see? Yes. And you built a relationship with us, a trust. You were your resource for real estate information. And then when you decided that, hey, I like this real estate industry and I'd like to get into it, you naturally said, hey, I want to be working with the Decker team. Absolutely. So we're stoked to have you working with us and helping our clients buy and sell real estate. And that trust is what's so important when you want to find a realtor at another city because the person that you trust has connections. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why realtors come to me because I've got a lot of connections. Uh, being an owner in real estate of the brokerage for over 15 years, there's a connection with other owners as well, other managers. And so when someone says, oh, I need, a, I need an agent in uh, Timmins or I need an agent in North Bay, um, they come to me. And a matter of fact, like last month, somebody came to me and said, I need an agent in North Bay because through our lead generation system, we found somebody that wants to move to Ottawa, but they need to sell their house in North Bay and they haven't had any success. Who do you know? And I said, well, you know what? I was just at a board of directors meeting and training in Toronto. I sat beside a gentleman named Ryan from North Bay. Let me look up his information. He seemed like a really knowledgeable guy. And so I called, found him, interviewed him, and then referred him to that other agent for, for a, a seller in North Bay. So you never know where the connections yeah. are going to come. Well, you've been in the business for so many years. I'm sure you have tons of different connections all over the place. But what happens if somebody asks you uh, about a city that maybe you don't know anybody and you, <laughs> you haven't met with a, a trusted realtor in that city? Mm. What would you do in that situation? Well, a lot of it is knowing my client. And that's the beauty. Like if you come to me and said, I need somebody for London or I need somebody for here or I've got a family member in Barrie that needs to sell or whatever. The beauty is I know a lot about you because I've worked with you in the past. I, and a big part of what I do is I match personalities. Because if, if you're the type of person that needs a little, you know, a little hand-holding yes. and I put you with someone that just task and driven they're not relationship they're not explaining anything they expect you just to blind trust or whatever that may not be a good match for you or i put you with someone that's all details very cautious and you want some relationship and you want to have fun you want to go out and laugh and and, and build a relationship right. and that person's not about that they're all business that may not be a good match for you. So I'm going to use the what we call DISC profile and kind of figure out what realtor is going to be a good match. Now, it's not just personality. From there, I'm going to go to knowledge. I want to make sure that that agent has the knowledge in the area where you're going and the suburb or the district of the city <clears throat> that they... They're there for you. In some cases, it's even faith. 
some of my people of faith call and say, I would like a realtor who also has a similar faith as I do. And so then it's less awkward for me as a professional. I might call the manager of a particular brokerage and say, you know, I've got this client. They're like this. They're like this. They, they have this need and they'd like someone of this particular faith. It's not really discrimination. It's just a, it's just their comfort level. And so we can ask those kind of questions and match them with someone that's a good fit in the other country or province or city. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then once I, once I find, you know, I get a name, then I'm going to interview that person about what their process is like. Cause I want to know what my, my client's experience is going to be similar to the experience that they had with me. So you're going to interview the realtor before you even give the referral. Oh, hundred percent. That's awesome. Yeah. Because if I just get a name, you could have picked a name out of Google, right? right. <laughs> That's not my job. My job is to refer And when you refer, you make sure that that person has the expertise and is a good match for our client. And that's the work we do. Now, we do get a little fee. If you buy something from that person, they'll give us, you know, a a referral fee. Right. Right. Which so we're upfront about that. Uh, That's why we like doing. That's why we spend the extra time to make sure that we're getting the right person for you. Right. So what are some of the circumstances that come up that would um, cause people to come in and see you and say, I have to relocate or I need property within Canada in a different Mm -hmm. province? A lot of times it's jobs. A lot of times it's jobs. They get transferred or there's a job opportunity or there's no opportunity where they are and they need to move to where there is opportunity. Other times it's for for children or family members. Um, Sometimes it's aging parents that they want to move them into either somewhere where they have assisted care or they want to move them close by. Um, My favorite, my favorite is I watch grandparents chase their kids all (laughs) over the country. (laughs) They want to be close to the grandkids. I could see my mom doing that. (laughs) Yeah, it's unbelievable. They'll, They'll say, yep, we lived here all our life, but our kids are in Toronto and that's where our grandkids are, and that's where we're going. We don't even like Toronto, but we're going there because our grandkids are there, and we love them. And it's amazing to see people move for family. Love helping people move to stay connected with family. I know for myself, I have two university-aged children Uh now. Um, one of them at this point is outside of the city. The other one Mm -hmm. is considering it. (laughs) Paying rent is not my favorite thing to do. So <laughs> right. it would be awesome to be able to get something where my children could live and uh, I don't have to worry about putting that rent money into someone else's pocket. So I think that's a, a great example of you know mm-hmm. needing to find someone to help me out in another city. Well, we might just help you through that process. That would be amazing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you build wealth for yourself, you build it for the kids, and the kids learn the experience of being a landlord. It's amazing. We have a whole nother show on that. So we're just so excited to be your partners in moving forward. 
together. Because together, we've got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward.